Hi folks, Dave, the Honest Audiophile. Today, we're going to take a look at the Edomotic ER2SE. Mention the name Edomotic, and more than likely, the first response you will get is something in regards to the fit and comfort. There are a lot of different shell styles available in the audiophile universe, but Edomotic stands out from the pack and is either a love, a hate, or a meh. For me, the Edomotic fit isn't an issue, and I'd rather enjoy the snug, deep insertion into the ear canals. But for some, Edomotic can be very uncomfortable or even painful. So with all that said, how about we do a review of the Edomotic ER2 SE. As a disclaimer here, I purchased the Edomotic ER2 SE with my own funds, brand new off of eBay. I haven't been influenced by anyone to do this review. All thoughts and opinions are my own, but this is a sponsored podcast. All right, let's talk about the specs of the Edomotic ER2SE. The frequency response, 20 hertz to 16 kilohertz. This is a little bit different than the majority of IEMs, which have 20 hertz to 20 kilohertz. Does that cut off from 16 hertz versus the 20? Does that really make a difference? We'll talk about that in the treble when we talk about sound. The transducers are high performance moving coil driver. The noise isolation is 35 to 42 decibels, and the noise isolation on the ER2SE is craziness. Uh, these things are insanity when it comes to noise isolation. Impedance is 15 ohms, sensitivity is 96 decibels, which again is not the easiest IEM to drive, but they do drive off of most phones on uh, dongles and uh, DAPs and desktops, but you may need a little oomph and some power to them. I use the Samsung Note 10 Plus. Maximum output is 120 decibels. The unboxing experience of the Edomotic ER2 SE. Uh, what's the best way to put this? Um, simple and basic. There really isn't much at all to discuss. You get the IEM, the cable, the cable clip, carry pouch, silicone tips, foam tips, cleaning tool, and replacement filters. All the accessories, except for the cable, come inside a small clear bag that is stuffed inside the carry pouch. Now, the carry pouch is nice. It's very small, about the size of a palm. It is zippered. It's a little like this leatherette type of material. Everything fits in it very nicely. The, you have plenty of room and it's small enough to slide into a pocket and not to be obtrusive and not to stand out. It's a very nice carry pouch. I really like it a lot. Seriously though, Edomotic could have used a box half the size and everything would have still fit with room to spare. Edomotic managed to fit everything in a tidy, protected way that ensured the customer received the ER2SE without any damage. Seriously, Edomotic, you could have made the box half the size and still gotten everything in it. As mentioned in the introduction, the ER2SE fit and comfort is a sticky point for a lot of potential customers. It's totally understandable. I absolutely get it i totally understand the build of the er2se is identical to the er2xr other than the model number listed on the side of the shell the small canister shaped shell is made of anodized metal that feels very smooth and light in the hand they're super small at the nozzle so the majority of third-party tips will not fit i find that the silicone triple flange tips work best for me for comfort and sonics 
The foam tips were just a bit too large and I had unwanted pressure inside the ear canal. It was like the foam was expanding and pushing against the inside of my ear canal. It was very painful, very uncomfortable. Length of listening sessions was easily several hours at a time for me. I could wear them for an eight hour workday with no problems. But of course, your experience may be different as we all have different shaped ears. The cable is connected via MMCX and is of okay quality. Uh, the cable is light, but it has issues with tangling and twisting, and it also has a bit of noise while moving when in use. The cable noise isn't the worst I've heard, but it can be a bit distracting, especially at lower listening volumes. The noise isolation is crazy good on the ER2SE. It's like you're in your own little quiet space. When the ER2SE are in your ears with a proper fit and seal, everything around you disappears and you're left with your music and your thoughts. If you're someone who can't stand to hear yourself think, then you might want to steer clear of the Edmodic ER2SE. Overall, I find that the build is fantastic. The cable is adequate, but frustrating with the light noise issues and the noise isolation is top notch. Some sound impressions about the Edemotic ER2SE. I find that it has a slight but pleasing warmth. It's controlled, detailed, airy, but has an intimate sound. The bass is somewhat linear, detailed, and has a little bit lacking impact. The mids are forward, slightly warm, light, airy, natural, and lack a little bit of note density. And the treble is controlled, smooth, detailed, energetic, but bright. Soundstage has a nearby width and depth. It's revealing imaging and impeccable layering. And the tone and timbre is very natural and accurate. All right, let's break that down for you. The Edemotic ER2SE isn't going to wow you with bass impact, but what it will impress you with is the quality of details and resolution. The bass is somewhat linear, but does roll off slightly in the sub-bass region, but it never loses detail. The impact can be on the lighter side at times. I find myself wishing for just a touch more. But the most impressive part of the bass is the details and resolution that the driver produces. There's a refinement and accuracy. I find it very easy to locate and place details and I can determine what instrument it is. The speed and control of the driver is on full display as there is all the attack and decay whizzing around to keep the music energetic and natural sounding without any hiccups. The Edemotic ER2SE mids are forward just enough so they are front and center of the show, but not enough to be aggressive or annoying. The mids have a natural warmth about them that keeps them sounding realistic and lifelike. There are details all around, plenty of air, isolation, separation of instruments and vocals. Everything just sounds accurate. The only complaint I have, and it's a very small, I mean small, mini school complaint is that the instruments and vocals have a thinness and lack just a smidge of density. I do wish at times that there was a bit more weight and body to the mids. The Edemotic ER2 SE treble is fantastic and it's a favorite of mine, but do keep in mind that I am a bit of a treble lover. I'm a sucker for clean, crisp, energetic, detailed, and bright treble that is well controlled. The treble of the ER2 SE is bright crisp, energetic, and controlled. 
There is not a hint of harshness or aggressive aggression in the treble unless it's in the recording. The treble is very revealing. Another aspect that impresses is the non-fatiguing nature of the treble, even though it's on the bright side. I have not one complaint about the treble. It is that good. Seriously, folks. The ER2SE treble is fantastic. The Atomotic ER2SE soundstage is not the widest or deepest. The only way I can explain the soundstage is that it's like you are aware of things nearby, but you know you have a second or two before they arrive. They're not intimate, but they aren't average width either, but they're somewhere in between. I actually quite like the spacing of the stage as it gives off a natural feel, but more than likely it's going to be too close for a lot of listeners who enjoy expansive stages. The imaging is revealing and blows my mind how I can track and place everything on the stage. Layering of the ER2SE is impeccable, making it easy to place sounds in front, behind, and around on the stage. The ER2SE makes it very easy to diagnose a stage. The Atomotic ER2SE has some of the best tone and timbre I've heard in IEM. Uh, Everything sounds natural and realistic. They make it extremely easy to determine the instruments and then to follow it through the song. The only complaint is that I wish that there was just a little bit more of weight and density. But that is a very minor, very minor, minor complaint. Pairing the Edomotic ER2SE is very simple. I use a Samsung Note 10 Plus, so I have to use USB-C dongles. I also use the Sony NWA105 Walkman and the MyTech Liberty DAC. The two dongles that I used were the NextDrive Spectra X and the X-Duo Link. The NextDrive Spectra X was like a slight kiss of musicality. That was my favorite USB-C dongle pairing. It's an enjoyable, detailed journey of naturalism. The X-Duo Link, on the other hand, was a brittle, chilly ride of details in nature. The Link is a pairing that I enjoyed, but it was borderline too analytical for my preferences. It just lost that natural aura that the Spectre X had. The MyTech Liberty is a near-perfect reproduction of natural soundscapes. This was my favorite desktop pairing and is so close to lifelike that at times it feels like I'm there with the artist. I wish that the MyTech Liberty DAC was portable. The Sony NWA105 Walkman is one of my favorite DAPs that I own, and it pairs splendidly with the ER2SE. It's like they were built for each other. There's a warm, natural aura about the music as it flows in your ears. It didn't matter if it was a FLAC or a DSD file off of the SD card, or if I was streaming Tidal or Amazon HD. If you have the NWA105, you should highly consider getting the ER2SE for for what I think is one of the best pairings that I've ever heard for a DAP in an IEM. This pairing is my solution to missing the MyTech Liberty DAC when I'm away from my desk. Alright, let's compare the Edomotic ER2SE to a few other IEMs. The most obvious of choices for comparison is the sibling ER2XR. 
The first difference you will notice between the two is that the weight and density of instruments and vocals that the 2XR provides. The second difference is going to be the emphasized bass that doesn't lose the details and resolution. And then the third difference is a small shrinkage of the soundstage width, but the depth and layering and imaging remains. So the ER2XR is more fun and pleasing sounding and the ER2SE is more analytical. Moving on to the Moondrop SSR, obviously the biggest difference is going to be the build and design as the SSR is an over-ear IEM that is shaped like a small heart. Please do note that I changed the stock tips out for RHA dual density tips on the SSR. There are several differences that stand out between the two. The mids on the SSR are pushed way, 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 way more forward and can be too much for some. The upper mids region of the SSR has more harshness tendencies and they will travel into sibilance trouble on random occasions. Uh, the treble is slightly more elevated as well, which adds a nice touch of extension in air. The soundstage is wider and deeper on the SSR, but the imaging and layering is more refined on the ER2SE. Detail retrieval and resolution is also better on the ER2SE, even though the SSR holds its own. Overall, the ER2SE is more detailed, controlled, and refined, and I find it to be more pleasing to listen to for longer listening sessions. The Moondrop Aria is also an over-ear shell design, and just like the SSR, the Aria has a lot of differences when comparing it to the ER2SE. First and foremost is the significant bass boost. The Aria has a huge advantage in slam and impact, but the ER2SE is more refined and controlled in the bass as the Aria tends to be a bit loosey-goosey and boomy. The other major difference is that the Aria has a lot more treble and is a lot more bright than the ER2SE. With that comes some harshness and aggression. Soundstage of the Aria is wider, but it is not as deep and does not have the pinpoint imaging and layering that the ER2SE has. The Moondrop Aria is a fun and engaging IEM, but it lacks the refinement of the ER2SE. The Tin Hi-Fi T3 has been around for a while, but still remains as one of my all-time favorite IEMs. The Tin Hi-Fi T3 is one of the closer sound signature comparisons to the Edemotic ER2SE. Please note that I did change the stock tips out for the RHA dual density tips on the T3. There are a few small differences, but the similarities are plentiful. First, the T3 has a slight boost in bass that gives it a little bit more impact and a little bit more body. The mids are slightly recessed in comparison to the ER2SE, and that is mostly noticeable in vocals as instruments will be a tad more accentuated. There are a couple of peaks between 7K and 12K on the T3 that brings in a bit of aggression and forwardness. The upper treble is rolled off slightly on the T3 and that removes just a smidge of air in the presentation. Stage is wider and deeper on the T3, with the imaging and layering very similar between the two, but the T3 presents it in a little bit brighter of a tone. Tone Tonality is similar between the two, but timbre is slightly metallic on the T3. Overall, I find that the Edomotic ER2SE to be a complete package and well worth the money. I have a hard time choosing between the ER2SE and the ER2XR. Depending on the mood and task at hand, I will either grab for the ER2SE when I need a bit more critical 
or just want a tad more stage. And I'll grab the ER2XR when I want to be relaxed and get a bit more bass and density. If I had to say which one is more technical, I'd have to go with the ER2SE. If I had to say which one is more musical, I'd have to go with the ER2XR, but if I accidentally said the ER2SE, uh, I wouldn't correct that error. Honestly, they both are great, and I more and more am leaning towards the ER2SE as my preference. It's been Dave, the Honest Audiophile. Thanks for listening to the podcast review of the Edemotic ER2SE. If you enjoyed this podcast, consider supporting it. Check out all the links, and I look forward to our next podcast together. Thanks, and have a great day.